This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can give us a call at 541-773-9567, or you can check us out on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, feel free to click on the radio page to check out any past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting at any time. Now, listeners, I love statistics. Whether it's sports stats or movie box office numbers or even stock market performance. And to take baseball for an example, you know, hitters, the national pastime holds two legendary statistical career mountaintops for hitters, 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. And statistics that we can measure all hitters against each other is how we determine how great they are. Hall of Famer Hank Aaron, for instance, who left us earlier this year, achieved this stat, and that always makes me shake my head in awe. Because if you took away the 755 home runs that he hit, he still had over 3,000 total hits. But listeners, this isn't a baseball show, I guess. When it comes to retirement, there are also a number of stats that can stop you right in your tracks. Once you get over your initial surprise, you can often use these stats to adjust or enhance your own retirement strategy. And that's what we're going to be discussing today. But before we dive into those retirement stats, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. How you doing, my friend? Oh, Nick, I'm doing great. Great to be here with you today. And I'm excited about this one. Some stats. Uh, Already brought up Hank Aaron. I love that. But I'm interested to hear what uh, retirement statistics you're going to talk about today, and uh, that should be interesting for uh, our listeners. I mean, we're all we're all either in retirement or headed there. Every one of us. So that's right. <laughs> so this is going to apply to all of us. I love that. Um, I have had a great week. How about you? Have you been keeping busy? Things have been great. Things have been great. I've uh, been super busy with client meetings and and uh, seeing a lot of people in the valley. All right. Uh, the Valley. I love it. I used to live in Southern California, so the Valley means something different to me than it does you. So, um, Yeah, the beautiful Rogue Valley is what I meant. Yeah, your Valley is a lot more beautiful than the Valley uh, in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. That is for sure. Well, you know what? I think I'm ready uh, for the co-host Hall of Fame. How about that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, to get us started, I'm going to throw out one of my favorite hockey stats. Did you know uh, Wayne Gretzky is the only player in NHL NHL history to ever have a 200-point season? And he did it four times. So um, that's a a big stat. Uh, Greatest hockey player ever. So um, but as for today's topic, I'm, I'm, I'm excited also about the retirement stats because I think it is a good way to give our listeners some information 
that can really make a big difference in their lives. So how do you want to get us started on this one today? Yeah, I think, Tony, the uh, the first kind of surprising big stat that I wanted to mention is that Social Security is designed to only replace about 40% of your pre-retirement income. And so that means that for every $10 that you made in pre-retirement, Social Security is only going to pay you $4 when you're retired. And for high-income people, the percentage could be even lower than 40%. Uh, experts generally suggest that you'll need roughly 80% of your pre-retirement income to maintain a lifestyle that's similar to the one you have today when you're in retirement as well. Well, and that one's definitely attention getting because I think some people out there, especially younger workers, can sometimes fall into that trap of thinking that, hey, Social Security is going to be the end-all be-all to building that retirement strategy I'm going to need and retirement income. But the reality is, Social Security should just be a part of that, right? Well, that's exactly right. And, um, you know, here's one stat that I confess even surprised me. Um, 55% of workers leave the labor force sooner than they initially anticipated. And as you might have guessed, the number one cause of this is health. So as you build your retirement strategy, you may want to expect for the unexpected and plan for that as much as possible. Well, to me, that stat crystallizes the need to have a nimble financial strategy that's going to help you uh, quickly and safely pivot as things change, right? Well, that is definitely true. And, um, you know, another stat that I'd like to mention is that just a mere six in 10 workers are actually saving for retirement. And honestly, that, that number just really makes my heart drop into my stomach. Um, I mean, while it's good that 60% of people are utilizing things like their employer provided retirement plans or their own IRAs, that means that over 40% of folks aren't saving even a nickel for retirement. Wow. And that's really a significant number. I mean, if any of our listeners out there today are in that 40% category, you really need to strongly consider working with somebody like yourself, Nick, a, a financial services professional who can uh, help them get back on the re- right retirement track. Yeah, and you know, Tony, it's it's not really just about whether or not people are saving. Uh, the next stat also tells us that people might want to consider stepping up what they're putting toward their retirement as well. Because the average retirement savings for families that are just be- before the retirement ages of, you know, let's just call it 55 to 60, um, is about $164,000 today. And if you apply the 4% rule, which suggests to only withdraw 4% of your savings in the first year of your retirement, um, and then adding some inflationary adjustments after that, um, and you're thinking about that initial 164,000 on average that people have, um, you know, people that are reaching retirement age in the next handful of years are only going to have enough money to, to basically generate roughly $6,500 in their annual retirement income per year. Wow. And that's yet another reason to get together with a financial services professional like yourself. I mean, ultimately, there are income earning tools that you can use and add to your strategy that can put you on firmer footing. So uh, what's next? Yeah, one of the things you may want to address with a financial services professional is, uh, you know, an individual retirement account, an IRA. And, um, you know, just 8% of eligible workers today are actually putting money into an IRA. 
And while there's, you know, good reasons for not using an IRA, um, like contributing to another retirement account, for instance, like a 401k, that's still a really, really low number in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it, it's really low. I mean, uh, obviously, that's a cause for concern, that statistic right there. And I can see why you called this one eye-popping retirement stats, because uh, some of these are really like, whoa, uh, that's not good. So, But there is help. You don't have to go it alone. There are solutions and strategies and tools that you can use. And it all starts with working with someone like yourself. So now, before we take a quick break, why don't you let our listeners know about that? Yes, Tony, thank you very much. Um, you know, I just really urge uh, anyone listening today to visit our website, uh, like I mentioned before, at jonesfinancialtalk.com, or feel free to give us a call anytime at 541-773-9567 to help, um, to help you in any way, help maybe can uh, figure out some of the, the problems that you see with the stats that we've already talked about today, or answer any other questions that you might have about uh, anything that can help you prepare for your retirement. All right, Nick, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. If you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, callers, please don't hesitate to give us a call in our office at 541-773-9567, or you can definitely visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And just as a reminder, when you're on our site, be sure to click on the radio page to check out all of our past shows and subscribe to them on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, that, that, that radio page will also provide you with previous shows and a number of other topics that, that may be of interest to you. Now, during today's show, we've been discussing some eye-popping financial statistics, and some of these stats may serve as a little kind of scared straight material to get some of our listeners into the office uh, of an experienced financial services professional like myself. And it's very important for you to sit down and discuss your retirement planning uh, as soon as possible with somebody that has those qualifications that uh, that can help you uh, achieve your goals. Yeah, I think that's great. It's funny you mentioned scared straight. I haven't thought about that in a long time. They used to have that program where <laughs> uh, they'd put people with prisoners that scare them. All right. Scare the kids from crime, right? Uh, but, you know, some of those stats you were giving us in the first segment really did catch my attention, Nick. I mean, uh, crazy. How do you want to get this segment rolling? Yeah, well, I found some other stats on a recent article that I um, that I read from Motley Fool that was titled 40 Sad Retirement Facts. And um, it's about 401ks, one of the most common retirement savings tools that uh, our listeners probably know about. But um, more specifically, 20% of Americans aren't taking complete advantage of their 401k match. Um, what I mean by that is if your employer matches your 401k contribution, it's vital to contribute the amount necessary to trigger that full match. Because 
By not doing so, you're essentially just leaving free money on the table. And one typical reason why some workers aren't fully utilizing their company match isn't their fault. It's it's because that contribution rate that that is um, set up automatically for you when you start a new job is often less than the minimum for that full employer match. Yeah, see, uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of sneaky. I think that's a dirty trick that they play because it used to be you either had to opt in or out of the 401k and then you made those choices. If you opt in, it, nothing was automatic. You had to go through and make some choices. Now, now you, you, it's just like you're opted in and the default is say, you know, 2% or 3%, but the match starts at say 5%. So that's right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the, a lot of people aren't getting the company match, which is free money and they're missing out on that. So, uh, I, I'm glad you brought that up, and I don't think you need to be any kind of financial whiz to know that you should not turn down free money, right? Well, that's right, Tony, and I think this next stat is roughly equivalent to a five-alarm fire, um, and it's that Social Security is going to run out of money in 2034, and so Ouch. the social yeah, I mean the Social Security trustees report, uh, which you can you, you can read every year, explains that unless taxes are increased or benefits are slashed, the Social Security Trust Fund will run dry by the year 2034. And if that happened, taxes coming into the program would only cover about 77% of the benefits that people receive from the program today. And so that's basically a very broadly felt 23% reduction in benefits. And now, however, though, let me add a little of my personal opinion here. Um, given the importance of Social Security for so many Americans, it's highly unlikely that elected officials are going to let the program completely falter when they know what their reaction is going to be from the voters, right? Well, yeah, yeah. And they've, you know, we've been in the spot before and they always do something to shore it up. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Shore. That's right. And, you know, during the first segment, you were talking a bit about the importance of not relying too much on Social Security when it comes to your overall retirement strategy. And clearly, this is another example of the importance of making sure that Social Security is going to be a part of your strategy rather than the entire strategy, right? That is correct. That is correct. And I'd like to talk a little bit more about Social Security for a bit. Um the next stat I want to share is that by 2035, there's only going to be 2.2 workers paying into Social Security for every person that's receiving benefits. And to just put that into perspective, uh, listeners, um, it's very that's a very concerning number because historically the ratio has been well over three to one. And just five years ago, it was 2.8 to one. So wow. having less people paying into the system is a is a huge disadvantage long term. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a statistic and a situation that we need to keep an eye on. And I'm loving all these stats. So let's keep it going. What do you have for us next? Well, I'm, I'm definitely glad you're loving them because there are a lot of good ones that I'd like to talk about. And, you know, another interesting 401k stat, for instance, is that the average worker with a 401k is contributing 6.2% of their income and not including the employer match, I should say though. Um, and that's a drop from about 7% in 2015. 
And one of the main reasons cited for that decline is that increase in an automatic enrollment program, which commonly has default contribution rates, like we talked about earlier, Tony, of 3% or less. Um, and many financial experts urge folks to dedicate approximately 10% of their salary to retirement savings if they can. Um, now, that's obviously a, a pretty high bar for a lot of people, but you can always focus on just gradually getting to that 10% also. Yeah, yeah, gradually getting there. And I'm glad that you're talking about 401ks and our focus is there a bit because they're obviously so critical for so many Americans, right? I'm right there with you on that one for sure. And here's another very interesting 401k stat that, um, you know, the typical person with a 401k loan balance owes about $10,000. And at first blush, a 401k loan may seem like a decent way to borrow money or some money if you need it, because you're in essence paying yourself back with interest. But you need to remember that over time, the stock market and investments have traditionally created annual returns that are higher than the average 401k loan rate. And so what that means to you is you could be costing yourself some very important compounded interest gains and rates, um, you know, long term. Well, yeah, you get you have to do the math. And so there's a lost oppor- there's opportunity loss there. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, opportunity loss. And, and here's my two cents. Nick, and this is because of, you know, Herstel's uh, pounded this into my head over the years. Don't go anywhere near your retirement accounts or a 401k loan without discussing it in detail with a financial services professional first, right? I, I think that's a, a rule that just about anyone would be wise to adopt for sure. And here, here's a stat that I'll admit really surprised me as well. Um, Half of American households have five thousand dollars or less socked away for retirement. Ouch! Um, f- yeah, five thousand. And so, certainly, saving enough money for retirement can be a challenge for many people. I totally understand that, um, but I wouldn't have guessed that the average of amount of savings is that low. And another related stat is for those that are in their mid thirties, the median savings amount for them is only five hundred dollars. Oh, that's crazy. And that number really surprises me. I mean, if any of our listeners currently fall into that, I don't have enough saved for retirement category, which a lot of folks do. There are steps and tools uh, that may be able to help them catch up, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, another significant element of retirement is the potential for significant medical expenses, as you could understand. And, and you know, one thing that I wanted to talk about is a couple that retires in 2018, a few years ago at the age of 65, could expect to incur about $280,000 in healthcare costs during their retirement. Wow. And <laughs> that dollar amount, Tony, doesn't even include the possible long-term care needs that they might have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I talk to people who are getting closer to retirement, uh, you know, nervousness about healthcare expenses does come up. It, it's vital to make sure that retirement strategy has a robust plan for managing healthcare and healthcare expenses and that you have a plan for Medicare to maximize that as well. That's right. And, you know, let, let me highlight another health healthcare and retirement stat. Um, the typical retired household spends much more of their income on healthcare um, than a household that's still working. And more specifically, 
Um, you know, based on a Kaiser Family Foundation study, um, it revealed that retired households spend about 14% of their overall income on health care, while working households only spend about 5%. Great show today. We've been tossing out some really interesting financial statistics, uh, some of which uh, confirm probably what some of you already suspected, and some of which may leave you feeling a little shocked and eager to reevaluate your own financial strategy. So, Nick, how do you want to get today's final segment started? Yeah, I've got another stat that I think will interest a lot of people, and um one in four people who are 65 today are going to live past the age of 90. And additionally, for American couples, there's a 50-50 chance that one spouse will live to 90. And so on one hand, those extra years mean more time with your family and more adventures and more great times to do things like read or garden. But it also means that you're going to need plenty of money to fund those bonus years. Well, and you have to think about where that's going to come from, right? I mean, I know people are living longer than ever, but I would never have guessed that that many people are making it all the way to 90. But, you know, I should know that. My, there's a lot of longevity on my dad's side of the family. My grandfather's 100 years old and going strong, and I always mention that on the show, but it, to me, that's really impressive. He still drives, he still works on the farm, and he's 100. So That, that is great. That is great. Yeah. Well, think about this, Tony. Um one out of every 10 Americans today that are 65 years old are going to make it past that age of 95. And, you know, many retirement strategies use the assumption that people will live for about 30 years in their retirement. But it seems clear after we talk about some of these stats that it needs to be closer to 40 years, um, you know, uh, because that's going to become more common for more and more people as as uh, technology develops. And so we need to continue to adjust, you know, your retirement strategies to make sure that you don't run out of money, obviously. Well, yeah, and a retirement that's going to last about as long as your career lasted is probably something that many people aren't prepared for or thinking about. But again, this is where working with someone like yourself, Nick, a financial services professional, to tweak that strategy in certain places, uh, that could have you looking ahead to those bonus years with more excitement and less financial trepidation, right? Well, that's right. And, you know, since we've been talking about uh, saving money, um, I thought it would be interesting to tell you that only roughly half of Americans today are positioned to weather a $400 unexpected bill without selling something or borrowing money. And if you're still working, that might mean that you're tempted to dip into your retirement savings to help manage a financial emergency. And we talked about this earlier, but that can obviously create a whole new series of problems. Um, or perhaps even worse, those emergency expenses may end up on high interest credit cards, which we've talked about before. And that presents its own unique set of challenges, obviously. Yeah. And as you've said many times, Nick, uh, you have to have an emergency fund. I mean, even saving $50 out of every paycheck can make up, uh, that can end up making a world of difference when those financial emergencies do pop up. Well, that's right. And, you know, throughout the show today, we've spent time talking about healthcare expenses that occur in retirement. And, uh, you know, another important healthcare stat that we should chat about is that healthcare expenses are likely to rise at an average annual rate of just under 6% for the next handful of years. <laughs> and so, you know, on its own, that's a pretty scary number. Um, 
especially when you combine it with the fact that Social Security cost of living adjustments that we've talked about before are only expected to rise by 2.6% over that same time period. And so it becomes even more scarier thinking about the, the, the opportunity or the, the, the problem with healthcare costs raising almost twice as much as that Social Security dollar amount you're going to get. Yeah, it seems like the one thing we can bank on is that healthcare and Social Security are going to require you to have a financial strategy and one that's flexible enough to address those changes. Yeah, and speaking of Social Security, here's a very, uh, very important stat also. If you claim Social Security at age 62, rather than waiting till your full retirement age, your permanent benefit is going to be substantially smaller. And it's probably in the tune um, of about 30% lower each month. And so when it comes to paying your bills and enjoying your life after you retire, that's a lot of very real money. Yeah. And the baby boomers who are currently headed into retirement in daily waves, they have a lot to ponder. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, um, about 76% of baby boomers aren't confident that they have enough money today saved for retirement. And when you consider some of the savings challenges and gaps that we've already talked about on the show today, you can see why, you know, they're nervous and feel like that's uh, an unreasonable thing for them to be able to do. But let me emphasize again that if you're behind on your retirement savings, you shouldn't just throw your hands up in the air and accept your fate. Um, There are absolutely some some responsible techniques and tools out there to help you catch up. And and if you sit down with a financial services professional like myself, um, they will help you figure out how you can meet this challenge. Yeah. I mean, obviously, retirement anxiety is perfectly normal. Thankfully, you don't have to go it alone. That's exactly right. And, you know, when it comes to retirement anxiety, um, another telling stat from the Ramsey Solution study is that 56% of Americans say that they're losing sleep when they think about retirement. <laughs> and, and the study also notes that 42% of baby boomers and nearly half of Generation X fear that they're going to outlive their retirement savings. Wow. Well, we're nearing the end of today's show. Uh, I think we have time for one more stat. What do you have for us? Okay, well, uh, telling you today we've shared stats about baby boomers and Gen X mostly, and so let's look at millennials for just a quick moment. Millennials who have $30,000 in student debt today may end up retiring with $325,000 less than their peers who are debt-free. And the reason for that is because if a person with $30,000 in student loan debt had instead been able to invest their money with that monthly payment beginning at age 25, for instance, taking a modest rate of return of around 6%, they would have $325,000 at age 66. Wow. Well, that's, that's, that's an eye-popping stat to go out on, but we're out of time for today's show. What else do you have for us before we go? Well, yes, as always, I just really like to urge our listeners that if they're interested in any topics that we discuss on the shows, please don't hesitate to reach out to us either on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or feel free to give us a call in our office at any time, 541-773-9567. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567. 
or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.